episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode, and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Get ready, Divas. We've got a girl group challenge on the way, and it quite possibly have been so bad that it may ruin the future of girl group challenges on any show moving forward. It's time to pay tribute to Benino as we talk all things Drag Race España. Joining me on this chat is the diva herself, Ruby Slay Monroe. Hello. Hello, hello. Or hola, 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 as they like to say on this show. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. How are hola. you? How's everything? Everything's great. You know, I've been busy lately. I'm very excited to be here and talk to you. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. First time uh, on the show. Yeah, it's very first time. Long I mean, over- and happy Pride. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Happy Hot Pride. It's been so it's hot. A, it, oh my God, it is like a Florida summer up in here. <laughs> the humidity is not good. I'm different. You know what? At least we have sun and happiness and bars are reopening and things are better. We're, we're moving forward. Yeah, I actually prefer the heat better than the cold, so I'm not complaining. So I'll that's fair. Yeah, once. I prefer January because that's my birthday month, but I'm a summer person. So I'm like enjoying this weather. Um, and uh, who, who doesn't love to see some hot, sexy man with shirt off? Right. That's, that's, the, that's, that's, that's the real tea. <laughs> I mean, look at my background. Two episodes in a row, my... Um, Instagram grid is going to have hot naked men because Drag Race España and Drag Race Down Under gave us a lot of big crew members. Oh my god! We'll get we'll we'll get to the men's later, but we have some drag news of the week. Um, we got our teaser trailer for Drag Race All Star Six, and the big news not the queens. Who cares about the queens? We are getting guest judges. That's insane. I saw that today. I'm so excited. So obviously for season 13, they had to do it, COVID restrictions, whatever. So they had like a rotation of guest judges. It was fine. It worked. I know it had the advantage of like certain people getting to see the Queens evolve throughout the season, but no, 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 no. We love when the guest judges come through and we have some big names. Um, Let's talk about some of them. We got big freedom. We got Miss Tina Knowles, Charlie XCX, Emma Roberts, Tia Maori. It's going to be a fun group of guests, but also we have to talk about this appearance from Miss Piggy. Oh, Miss Piggy. The diva herself. <laughs> How cool is this going to be? Who, who are you most excited that's going to be um, on All-Star 6? Uh, from the judges, I would say Miss Piggy and Miss Tina Knowles and Charlie XCX because I just, I'm obsessed. Now, I, I, I would like to say... Um, I did make a fun um, uh, little joke yesterday that I think a couple people laughed at um, on my Instagram where I said um, it's clearly confirmed that Arancha Castilla-La Mancha is the winner of Drag Race España because she guest judges on All-Star 6 because Charlie XCX looked like um, uh, Arancha uh, dressed as Hannah Montana. So that was <laughs> a big inception moment. Yeah, very yeah, it's a, it's a it's it's a good group um and I, I don't remember where who made the joke but i think um it's trinity that's going to make be able to meet two um uh big divas mothers not meeting the divas themselves 
but she got to meet Cher's mom. And she's going to get to meet um, Beyonce's mom, but not the two of them themselves. Yeah, that's going to be so fun to watch. I can't wait to watch. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good season, uh, even though I literally hate this cast, but it's going to be <laughs> fine. It's going to be fun. But you hate the most. You know, what? Well, people are I'm getting people know. No, everyone knows how much I cannot stand Raja O'Hara. I cannot stand her. Okay. No, ma'am. You know what? I've heard she's changed. And I know there's that 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 um tweet that went out that said everything you thought about all the contestants this season are gonna be flipped and she may be a good person. Mm-hmm. Not she was there for the drama, and that's the only reason why she stayed over Honey Davenport. And I'm still bitter about that. Oh, I, you know I, what? I, I told Honey that too. I was like, I'm sorry she's your friend, but you should not have gone. She should have gone. I mean, the cameras never lie. It's true. It's true. Well, speaking of cameras not lying, we have a lot to talk about with episode two of Drag Race España. Two episodes in, I think it's a pretty good season so far. Yeah, I'm actually pretty impressed. I I like what I'm watching. Now, what is your history with Spain? What what is your knowledge about the country of Spain and drag in Spain and the, the pop culture of Spain? Um, to be honest with you, I do not have a lot of knowledge as compared to probably other Latin Hispanic queens uh, here in New York, but I, I do try to inform myself a little bit as much as I can. And yeah, I'm very excited. I like yeah, I, I mean, listen, I, I, the, the most I know about Spain is um, Barcelona, Madrid and Sangria. So that's mm-hmm. about <laughs> as far as my knowledge goes. So you're fine. You, you got a lot of on me. Um, but yeah, this is this season's really good because we're getting a, this different side of drag, and that's the beauty of what drag is. Everyone, every culture brings something different, and I, I think the season's knocking it out of the park. Even though this challenge was terrible. Yes, very. I um, I can tell you that I learned a lot this episode about <laughs> Miss La Veneno. It was so exciting to watch all the looks. We'll get into that later, but yeah. It was, amazing now did you watch the hbo max series uh no neither neither have i um i know my guest last week frida kulo uh, was a super fan of that show so she was excited that um they were doing this whole venino um uh runway and had paca as the guest mm-hmm. judge but we're, we're, we're gonna learn things listeners we're gonna learn yeah. things I'll, I'll teach you as much as i can teach you but let's dive <laughs> into it it's after the elimination. The Macarena is gone, and nobody expected it since some of the queens thought she was on top last week. Um, and then they all start singing the song, and I am shocked that the show had the rights to be able to air that, that they were able to sing the Macarena. But uh, yeah. I guess at this point, who really listens to the Macarena, aside from, like, you know... I mean, it was great. It was, was a great way to go. Yeah. Um, if you had to change your name to a iconic wedding dance, what would it be? iconic wedding dance like the macarena or like the cha-cha slide or the electric slide what was what would yours be what's your signature dance (laughs) that's funny i don't know maybe i would do like i don't know like the hannah montana hoedown showdown or something like that Uh, that's it that's your new name the hoedown showdown please welcome (laughs) to the stage the hoedown showdown perfect Uh, well now arancha mates uh beat you for that one (laughs) Well, NT says that with Debacarena leaving, a big weight was lifted off their backs, literally. literally. She's a rude little bitch. Yeah, I, the girls were like 
pretty shady. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. pretty shady. Davima intended to come in as the bitch, and she's sad that she sent home the queen who supported her. She's not feeling well because it was not a good feeling. And meanwhile, Poopy is like, she's crying because she won? Girl, what? As she says, perhaps her hose was too tight. Poopy's funny. She's she's a very shady, funny queen, but at least she does it through humor. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Carmen said this was a way to figure out if Dovima wants to be here. And she is like, I've got more to give. She, she, at this point, Dovima is here to play. They all congratulate Hugasio. Um, that is until that bitch in T is like, I thought Carmen should have won. And Arach is like, yeah, same. Carmen just smiles and Carmen's like, you have to put the work in, but yeah, I should have won. Carmen's sassy. I don't think she should have won either, but she sure did. And and when she got girls in uh, fighting for her and saying she should have won, she's going to take that. She's that kind of bitch. Right, right. (laughs) But she is is very cocky. And like, I get it. Absolutely. And when you're as beautiful as she is, like, I understand where that confidence comes from, but... Mm -hmm. Like in and out of drag, a beautiful human. Very, very. Not all beautiful exteriors have beautiful interiors. That's very true. Spilling the tea. (laughs) Let me get my sunglasses. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, listen, I know a lot, a lot of beautiful men who are fucking assholes deep inside and they still cause me to good therapy. So (laughs) I think they're just used to getting whatever they want because of their beauty. So absolutely. Well, that's for another podcast. <laughs> it's a new day in the workroom. And as the girls walk in, they are followed by the Ugly Busters. We have a new click on our hands. Oh, it's Davima, Sagittaria, and Carmen. Are we surprised here? The Heathers from Spain. <laughs> Literally. It's the new Alaska talks. Um, they all sport long black wigs and hairspray as they try to screw with the others. Um, if you had to have your own um, click of ugly busters, who would your two sisters be? Oh, like from Queens, like from here from New York? Yeah. Who, who would your who would you spray um, hairspray on to make them less ugly? Oh, to make them less ugly. Oh, no, but who, like, yeah, you don't have to tell me who you're going to spray. You just tell me who's going to be a part of your click. Who's your click? My click. Oh, my God. My sister's going to hear this and I'll be like, why didn't you pick me, bitch? What the fuck? <laughs> Um, let's see. I would pick. I would pick Aria J. She's mm-hmm. definitely down, and I would pick hmm, Essence. Okay, you know good Essence, choices. Right? Oh, of course I know Essence. <laughs> I know Lily. As Karma says, you have to have ugly queens to appreciate the cute queens. And again, once. Once I said before, she's full of herself. She really, really loves herself. And if that gets you confidence, that's good for you. Because I don't think that's going to be a winner's edit whatsoever. <laughs> can we... Button. Yeah. Can, can, can we discuss for a moment Arancha's scream laugh? Um, it's a lot. Like, someone needs to slap that bitch when she starts laughing. Because it's like a foghorn. She gives me very Trixie Mattel. Did you, did you get that from her? It, yeah, well, I mean, she she um, has said in the past that she learned how to paint through watching Trixie and Katya, and uh-huh. they are her unofficial drag parents. Um, but sense. no, that it totally does make sense. But that laugh, oh my God, it is obnoxious. <laughs> Super obnoxious. 
It is. The alarm sounds, and we have our appearance from Supreme Deluxe. Um, last week, she wore a red suit, and I swear for a split second, I was like, is she wearing the same one again? But I believe this week it was orange, but still the same intensity. Um, check back next week to see what color she wears. <laughs> I like Supreme Deluxe. She, she's, she just seems like she's one of the girls. What do you mean she's one of the girls? Like, she, like she's here. She's not superior she's like there to have fun and 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 lift them up but also be like I'll, I'll go have a drink with you you know never in hell would rupaul ever have a drink with the queens rupaul doesn't even know who's on the show no she won't know your name she'll give you a tic-tac mm-hmm. and tell you to leave exactly so that's why i like supreme because she's like she is there for the show and she's there for the girls and she really wants them to do well so i appreciate her um but she she is so sweet and generous she knows that they all would like probably prefer to be relaxing so she invites them to have some fun with the pit crew and when i tell you they are a fine group of menses oh boy i'm addicted to those undies i had to pause for a second and look very good like yeah (laughs) yeah they are they they are beautiful would you say they're better than than the pit crew from drag race u.s better looking yeah 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 okay i can agree with that i i think so yeah i mean like i think each season there's like one or two that i'm like let's all combine them and you know what mm-hmm. instead of, as much as i'm very excited for like international all-stars maybe we should have like an international pit crew show where they compete to become like the ultimate pit crew member oh you better like i'm like a man pageant like i'll take that i'll i'll host it or i'll judge it whatever you want from me world of wonder i'm here for it because i just gave you the best idea ever yes you better collect that check i oh fuck the check give me the boys i am single (laughs) i'll get paid (laughs) literally i have been in pain for six months i have been able to walk that is the one thing i'm very much looking forward to when i'm able (laughs) to be out in the world again is to make friends (laughs) Yes, lots, that's lots of friends. Yeah, yeah. Well, for this week's mini challenge, they are playing Drag a Word, which is basically a word scramble as the pit crew members take out letters from their undies, and whoever guesses the word wins. And like our friends down on down under, they knew that they did not enter with actual giant packages. They were just filled like Carmen Forlala's lips. Ah, they had three little towels up in their underwear. Yes. I took one at a time, but it had three in there. Line. Mm-hmm. They, they sure did. So we're going to go through the three words. Um, Sagittaria, um, the sweet but dumb twink, guesses letahulas, which means sequins. Nope. Girl, there oh. is not a J. She's just distracted, and I understand that. I get that. Yeah. Inti guesses calentura, which means fever, and she's right. Um, moves on to round three. I was unfamiliar with that word. Um, I don't know why. I never heard that word before. I guess it wasn't taught in high school Spanish. The third one? Or calentura? Um, calentura. Oh, okay. I've heard that, but I probably have not used it in a sexual term. More as in, it's really hot in here. Right. You know? That's fair. Um, word two, uh, we get poopy guessing salachicha, which means sausage. And damn, she is right. She's moving on to round three. Um, I am sure you've used that word sexually many times. Yes, that I have used. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then in round three, it is inti versus poopy. 
Poopy guesses uh, rodillera, which means knee pad. And she's right. And she wins. Not the word I thought it was going to be. But again, I was like, wait, they just have to find words that fit that many pit crew members. So I understand why knee pads is going to be the, probably the best option for word number three. But yeah. let's be real. That is a kind of sexual <laughs> word if you, you know, or like. Yeah. Like when know? do you really use a knee pad when you're. Exactly. Not in drag. <laughs> right. Not in drag. <laughs> Poopy Poison wins drag a word, and as winner, she will get an advantage in the main challenge. And then Supreme makes the boys bounce, and I like that part. That part was fun. I like when everyone's bouncing up and down, and I was like, <laughs> they just have underwear, and they're like, we're getting objectified right now. Thanks for our paycheck. I'm like, uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's literally what that was. Um, for the Maxi Challenge... They will be paying homage to the most iconic Spanish pop music as they will be split up into two teams to write their own diva track. As the listeners know, I am a huge fan of this challenge because of Drag Race UK. Break Up Bye Bye is... Yes, iconic. my number one? Still my number one? I don't know. I've been listening to UK Hunt a lot lately, so... I may have to cheat on the Frock Destroyers for a little bit because UK Hunt is just so fun. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, those two are definitely my top three. And the other one I would say from All Stars 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that was, those are three iconic ones. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, listeners, again, I say it every time we do this kind of challenge on the podcast. Go listen to the Ultimate uh, Drag Race Song Showdown uh, where we rank from 28 to number one to see what the number one song is of the uh write your own song challenge um i'm not going to be doing an updated version because that would cause there's there's what six new entries no there's there's like 10 new entries that we'd have to add already yeah i did it before um season 13 jesus christ that's so many i can't (laughs) whatever that's fine but it's really interesting for this challenge um, when you have the girls do the same song, but different lyrics. Um, UK Hun was excellent. Queen's Down Under, it was fine. This one, when we get to it, oh my God, I don't even know who, whoever wrote this should be fired and, and just bring Leland in to write the songs now because th- this was bad. Oh boy. It was really bad that you can tell who was the standout because they were good and the other ones were like so bad. It was like a little cringy. Yeah. Well, as the winner of the Maxi Challenge, the Mini Challenge, Poopy will be team captain. And as the winner of last week's Maxi Challenge, Hugasio will be the other team captain. Poopy selects Inti, Arancha, and Dovima. Hugasio takes Carmen, Sagittaria, and Killer Queen. So Drag Volcano is left, and Supreme's like, why didn't anyone take her? And Poopy says, she's too tall with the heels. And Hugasio agrees. Um, not wrong, but also, that's mean. Yeah, a little bit, but I don't, I don't, I was, I wanted her to wear different. I did agree with the judges a little bit. Like I want, I saw her with the big heels yeah. um, when she walked in, we saw her in the promos and the runway. So like, let's, let's show us a little bit more. I agree. Well, Drag Vulcano gets to select her team and she can help them or she can screw them. And she decides to pick team poopy. When Drag Volcano opens her mouth to say this, Dovima is like, surprise, she can talk. As Drag Volcano says, when the bitches shut up, Volcano speaks. And we're going to have that. We're going to wrap this up when I have something shady to say about Drag Volcano and her speaking. But <laughs> we'll save that for the end. 
<laughs> it's time to do some songwriting. And Hugasio says she's a team captain, but she's not a drill sergeant. She wants feedback. I've never heard that on Drag Race before. When you're a team captain, you, you, it's all about you. So good on Hugasio. I appreciate that. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Poopy is like, I'm team captain. I want your input. We can discuss things. The decision's mine, though. And yeah. that's how I feel like is the proper way to go about things. Yeah, I agree with that. I would probably go with that way, too. But I also see why Ugasio, I'm still not sure how to say their name, um, Ugasio, how she seems like more down to earth and more willing to take um, criticism. And, and it's also because she is the least musically inclined. So she right. needs to hear from everybody. So I understand that. But it's naming time. And I'm just going out here now, listeners. I have no fucking idea what the references here are. I don't understand it. <laughs> I would like to be educated. Please inform me what the hell was happening here. Um, Hugasio's team settles on the Metal Donna. I don't understand it. The Metal Donna's, I don't know either. I just understand. I, I thought the other name was funnier than. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So Team Poopy is like, let's do something Spice Girls related. And somehow they get to five and a quarter. Again, now if I'm missing it, is it in reference to time or is it in reference to the group and Poopy being short? In that case, shouldn't it be like four and a quarter? Kind of like how it was three and a half men on Drag Race Down Under. Are they referring to maybe someone's genitals being like a quarter big? So that's I, I don't know. It could be height now that you mention it, but I think they were referencing time. Okay. Because they, they said it. I don't know if you peeped it or clocked it, but they were, when they first started performing, they said, what time is it? Five? Yes, I did clock that. Um, is that like, is that maybe like siesta time? Like what, what, what why is that an important time? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it's just Okay, so <laughs> we're both lost here. Listeners, please educate us because I would like to understand the joke. I want to be in on a joke, but I don't yeah. get it. Don't understand it. I mean, I thought Carmen that starts, bugger. yeah, it's true. Carmen starts a girl battle from the, her table, mocking the other team for being too loud. They all have a little bitch fight about their team names. And when they reveal the metal Donna, the other team is like, huh? Yeah. Me too. Like us. Yeah. Um, Poopy says they have a secret weapon on their team. What is it? You ask. It's not having killer queen. Wow. Um, She claims. Yeah. She claims she has heard her sing and it's not very good. And she has a terrible ear. I'm like, doesn't Killer Queen do musicals? Isn't that like how she got her name? Because she did a musical. Uh, she did We Will Rock You, the musical. And she played the role of Killer Queen, which is how she got the name Killer Queen. So I'm a little confused here. Um, I don't know if they have some history outside of the show. Uh, but I found this very fascinating. Uh, or this is just a setup for a future episode. Either way, we'll wait and find out. Because I think Killer Queen did the best. But. That's I know. Me. I think the thing are, pre- are pretty good job putting the, well, not doing a pretty good job, but they're like throwing shade here and there and they're putting the queens, yeah. like cutting them up. Like they sure Sabrina are. And, and Davina. Well, like, we're, we'll, we'll get to that because that right. we had a weird moment of that later. But um, Arancha tells her team that they should listen to their song individually and start to write lyrics and then they can all come back and discuss. And Poopy's like, at five and a quarter. <laughs> And they all giggle and I'm still lost. <laughs> I laugh every time. <laughs> yeah, it's so silly. 
this is a supreme world and we all have to live in it. Since no one on the panel is musically inclined, Supreme is there to offer music assistance as the teams record. I thought this was kind of cool because, again, you'd never catch RuPaul doing any extra extra work. Um, Mm -hmm. If she's not needed on set, she is fracking. Um, (laughs) I know you want to get on Drag Race and I just want to press past. One day. We'll see. So first up is five and a quarter. And before they sing, um, they are told to have they have to also choreograph their number which shouldn't have been shocking to anybody, but the bigger shock for them was Paca La Pineta will be the guest judge. And that's a lot of news to have before you start singing, but mm-hmm. got to get it in there because I guess they Supreme forgot to tell them earlier. Poopy steps up first and she thinks she is the best singer. She's very good, but Supreme wants her to be sexier and dirtier, which is going to be a trend. Um, like, we then have this moment where they talk about how they've watched a lot of porn. It's their jam and she should know how to be a little sexier and dirtier. I'm maybe my own person, but I'm not really into that kind of porn where it's like, uh, uh that doesn't do mm-hmm. it for me. It's just, no, just, just ram it in there. I think she was trying, but it didn't really work for me. Even after they told her to do certain things, it was, yeah, it was not giving it to me. Yeah, Poopy is very campy. She's not going to give you sexy because mm-hmm. when she gave you sexy, we saw what that runway was. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I understand where, where Supreme was trying to get her to go, but it just wasn't necessarily the right person to go there. Yeah. Arancha is up and whoever said, sure, hold out your name. Like that was clearly sabotaging her. It was terrible. Um, that is not a celestial voice, babe. Um, Inti <laughs> says she's screaming and she's not really wrong about that. It, 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 it's a strange sound. Um, it's, it's, it's not funny. And Arach is laughing like, oh my God, we're all having a fun time. No, babe, you're, you, that's not a pretty sound coming out of your voice. That was pretty annoying. I'm not going to lie to you. It was pretty annoying. And like I, I mean, it, it I is kind of funny. Yeah, it, it's kind of funny that like of the only moments that I remember from this song challenge is like her saying that na- her name, and because it was very memorable because it was so bad, like almost as bad as Roxy Andrews. Um, <laughs> so like I've been like all weekend being like trying to figure out how to make that verse better. It just meant she would have had to add more lyrics, and I don't think she wanted to add any more lyrics. Yeah, I was, it was like she was dragging the words along and it was just like, girl, you're on Drag Race. Yeah. That one, give me right. a little more. Exactly. Like if she just sped up the rancha, Castilla, La Mancha, that's right. it. And then you can have more words and, and talk about yourself. But the, 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 oh. her trying to moan was... You know, you know, now that I... Now I think she was trying to do a, a little Katya moment, like, uh, you know... Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, her name doesn't really, and her persona no. does not apply to that. No, not at all. Drag Volcano is up, and well, she's timid, and Supreme tells her that the song needs to represent who she is and what she's about, which is obviously platform shoes. <laughs> it's going to be the trend. It's certainly the trend of this episode for Drag Volcano. Um, Dovima is certainly bringing sexy because she is a divine slut. That is one of the lyrics that stood out for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually thought she was really good. I thought she was maybe the best of the group or one of the best. Yeah. 
for sure. I N T I big fat pussy inti. Great lyrics, girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those no, are lyrics that she one. came up with. Um, I wonder was, how much time they had to come up with that. Right. Now, it, I think it was for her very smart for her to not try to sing because I don't think she's a singer. But if I would like to have unintelligible bad lyrics, I would rather listen to Vivi Zaharbonne. Ooh, copyright. I don't know. No, that's listen, because those are not lyrics. Those are words that you made up and you still won the almost won the challenge. Like, bitch, no. That pissed me off so much. As an actual award-winning lyric writer myself, that bothered me, but I actually I had to tell BB that I hated on her when I met her at Dracon. I was like, bitch, I can't, I hated it. But also Jungle. Jungle Kitty is one of my favorite songs and I use it as my alarm to wake up in the morning. So right. it works. It became iconic after, which is insane. It was. It, it really, it sure did. But that was um, our first team. And now it's time for uh, Metal Donnas. And they were barely there. They Their segment was quick and short. Carmen starts and she's shy and sexy and she's pretty good. Supreme, Supreme tells her to be a little more intentional with her name, which I think was a very good note. Sagittarius is actually very good at singing, but her timing is terrible. Um, was it was very much a Glenn Close, but no cigar. <laughs> Not Killer just, Queen is... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say she um, looks very much like Aquaria, but she does not... In that sense, she's, she's not given no. No, she she's she doesn't have that kind of confidence that Aquaria has for whatever right. reason. Killer Queen is rapping, and you know what? That was smart on this particular track. Did anybody she's else very rap? no? Nope. I mean Inti spoke, kind of. right. but Killer Queen was the rapper of it. And Hugasio is bad. It's embarrassing, like it's bad. How we get got the result we do later, we will discuss. But oh my god, um, I can carry a tune better than Hugasio. Yeah, that was kind of, I, she got so in her head. And maybe it was, it was because the host was standing right in front of her, in front of mm-hmm. them. But it was, yeah, she, you, you could tell they're, they're, they got in their head. Yeah. It's a new day and they are all super scared to showcase their musical performance because unlike other seasons, like this is not a cast of musical performers. Um, I have already heard rumors um, that the the casting team the, uh, that the BBC was not thrilled at the musical challenge on um, uh, Drag Race UK two that they purposely asked them to cast UK three with musical theater performers. Um, mm. That's not what they did here. So maybe it's time to rethink which seasons we put a musical challenge on. But. <laughs> Volcano asks Carmen how her group is doing, and she says, the group is great, but there's some hesitancy, clearly. Hugasio knows her leading skills, and Carmen never works for anybody. Poopy asks who the weakest link is, and Carmen says, Hugasio froze in the leadership role, but that's why they're a team, and that's what Killer Queen says, and Poopy doesn't fully trust Killer Queen. Her name says it all. Why, girl? Why got me mean to my girl? Well, I like her, Killer Queen. She's my friend. Not really my friend, but uh, I like her. She's your friend? No. Okay, just kidding. <laughs> I wish. Listen, I wish that I, I. She's the one who I would want to be friends with, but I, I don't know. <laughs> no, me. I think I'd have a fun time with Poopy because we're both old. But um, I don't know. <laughs> she, she, she's too shady for me. I don't know what she would say about me. 
And I don't know if the subtitles were wrong here, but Poopy says she has studied English and killer means dirty, which is not like right, but maybe it was just lost in translation. Killer means dirty? Yeah, that's what the subtitle said. Okay, no. Then Yeah. Yeah, I was very confused. Yeah. It was really weird. Okay. Maybe maybe I, something I didn't, else. I didn't I don't see know. that because I was listening, but I don't I don't listen to I don't look at the subtitles every single time. Fair. But I didn't see that actually. Maybe I'll go Interesting. Back in. Yeah. Carmen asks who is the weakest on their team, and Poopy says no one was because Lady Gaga will be calling them to write a song for her. Funny, because it won't happen. Um, <laughs> Volcano that offers that Dovima. Yeah. Volcano offers that Dovima had problems from the beginning, and Dovima's like, you should have kept your mouth shut, bitch. Why does she say that? Like, this is all a hype moment. You're supposed to be like hyping up your team. Why are you literally throwing right. someone under your under the bus? Maybe they're just too focused on trying to put themselves in that spot instead of helping their teammates. Yeah. Which... I mean, Supreme did say you could harm your team if you wanted to once you pick mm-hmm. it. I mean, it would have sucked if, obviously, we'll talk about it later, but they were not judged as a group. They were judged individually. Right. If, if that was different, they could have, I could have bit her in the ass. Absolutely. Carmen is like, the other team is way worse and they're ecstatic. Poopy says that Carmen doesn't trust her own group and feels superior to them and knows that they are still rehearsing. We have not gotten uh, one of those montages of the choreography. So I don't even know if they got time on the main stage to choreograph or if they had to choreograph in the workroom. But no matter what, the choreography was shit. Um, They're in the workroom. Yeah. Poopy... Uh, says that they have to focus on their team and she heard Killer Queen singing and she is one of the girls who's just singing to Jesus. I don't really get this reference here, um, but she hates her, doesn't she? She just, what is her beef against Killer Queen? I'm not sure, to be honest. It's she's just throwing jabs to jab to jab. We just, yeah, listeners, we gotta, we gotta keep an eye on this. Let's see what happens next week with mm-hmm. Poopy and Killer Queen. Carmen thinks that the other team should be worried and hopes that they don't trip and fall. Um, they just need to show attitude and you'll be good. Um, now, we just, I discussed this on the Down Under podcast the other day. We are watching in the mirror and Carmen and Sagittaria there, and I believe it was Drag Volcano. Sagittaria, um, first off, is shaving. She's a little twink. What, what is she shaving? Um, also, why is she doing it without any water? I have n- this terrible fear of like destroying my face if my face is not like wet and hot and primed before i shave she's doing it dry with a dry razor what is she doing i don't know what is she removing oh that sounds scary i know really scary but uh i'm that bitch is gonna be doing laser hair removal within the year she'll she's gonna have no facial hair ever again maybe she had a little stubble when she was trying to little stubble from five weeks that's how long it takes her to grow. Okay. Runway time. Supreme Deluxe comes out looking like a diva wearing that lilac blazer. Gorgeous. I don't like her in the gray hair. It's, I'm still, it's my sticking point. I, it just ages her and her, when she paints, she just paints so white. It just bleeds her out to a ghost. So I don't love the white hair, but I'm glad it had roots this time. So it's fine. The hobbies. <laughs> I don't like and- her that much i'm not gonna lie to you it, it it yeah it's it's not the best um 
but she's been doing drag for so long, so who, she doesn't have anyone to do her makeup. <laughs> um, the Javis and Anna Locking are joined by Pakala Pinata Piranha. Uh, she is hilarious and an open book. She's going to tell us that she hates the chair because it is too small for her fat diva ass. Accurate. We have never heard one of the guest judges say, like, I hate where I'm sitting. Can you please make this better? I thought that was really funny. She was, she, she was there and had clearly never seen the show before. And she is talking out of turn. Yeah, <laughs> I, loved I was it. loving it. I, I was it, loving it was very, very funny. Very um, didn't know any of the queen's names either. Um, it, she, she was good. But before we get to the actual runway, we are going to discuss our two performances. Are you prepared to hate yes i'm hating right now all right let's do this all right first up five and a quarter um they decided to not go the girl group route and look anything alike i don't know if this was by choice or if they were told not to be a girl group or just i'm not sure what the decision was because that was the thing with um all the other challenges like some of the groups got red for not being cohesive. Both groups did not go he be weren't cohesive for this challenge. I didn't love that, but that's that's fine. It was more like they did for um, season um, twelve and thirteen with their the um, like congratulations and phenomenon and I'm mm-hmm. that bitch. It was they all got to live in their own world, right? They serve their own fantasy. Yeah. Um, I love that the lighting design is so bad, but it's good because the lights were barely on Arancha as she was moaning her name. Yeah, I was barely like, saw her lights? face. I was like, somebody's um, getting fired. <laughs> yeah, uh, but even when they had the spotlights, they were too hot, and in your and it like bled them out to white. But I thought just thought it was so funny you could not see Arancha as she was moaning like a little child. And see her lips. Um, yeah, the girls are literally doing nothing as Arancha is trying to be a pop star. But I did like her pink look. I think she did look kind of cute. She she does know how to yeah. exude pop star energy. Um, yeah. Inti, the yellow hair was so bad, but I think her lyrics were memorable for being so vulgar with her big pussy. Yeah, her big pussy. <laughs> um, Poopy is a superstar, even if that headpiece for her was a little bit of a joke and a half. I did think she was definitely the standout of her group. I think she was a standout. I'm not sure if it's for the right reasons, but she was a standout. Fair. Jovima looked wonderful, and I think the stars on her and Inti made some sort of sense, but she was just saying words and not even emoting. Um, I expected a lot more from Jovima, but also I'm not surprised. That's all we got from Jovima. I actually liked her. I liked Mm -hmm. her. Uh, Obviously, her puppy. How do you say her name again? Poopy. Poopy. Of course, poopy shit in Spanish. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> she was getting a lot of the attention, but um, Jovima, she was like, I don't know, serving a little bit of fashion. She was... Absolutely. Yeah, we're going very slow and trying to serve face, etc. Mm-hmm. Drag Volcano had, for me, the best look. I think that jacket was excellent. I know there are a lot of people who have worn that material before, but it is so cool on stage with the lights hitting it. Um, but the whole bit was about the girls just trying to take off her jacket. It didn't work because obviously she's 
head over heels taller than them because of the the platforms just watching poopy try to pull the sleeve was embarrassing um really not sure what that whole bit was about but i i felt bad for jack volcano because again this was her decision to be in those he those platforms and i don't know what her height is um out of drag but inti is almost the same height as drag volcano with the platforms the regular um, heels. so it, it in a way it did balance out the group to have the two of them in it but at the same time i think it, this was if there was going to be an opportunity for drag volcano to wear actual heel heels this was the chance to do it yeah i think so 100 percent but yeah, this song was just so bad. I don't know um, if this will be the reason why we don't ever have a girl group again or if why they're going to just have to call Leland in to write something in Spanish and make them work better because the, just the song was not good. But I, think, I don't know Spanish music well enough to know if this emulates what Spanish pop music is. I, I think they just should have waited a little bit longer to give them so much uh responsibility to like they had to yeah. choreograph they had to write record and obviously i don't know like they had to work on the looks in the background but i think they should have waited a little bit more and eliminate more girls before doing that i'm sure they're going to do it again I agree. at some point yeah. because there, there there was something beautiful about a cast of 10 and doing the girl group challenge on uk1 with mm-hmm. a, with six and breaking up into groups of three that's right. why when the frock destroyers took Iconic. off it was because it was so good it was so tight right. there wasn't a weak flaw in it right. i think that's the, the the right point to do it is with three or four if you have a cast of 12 like you did with uk too yeah clearly i love uk so much <laughs> it's time to talk about the metal donnas um again no cohesion and i wish they had something like arancha's laugh at the top of their number um just because it just entered with no sound it was just music and di- didn't really work carmen looked fucking cunt like that jumpsuit was stunning the hair is perfect she is the ultimate diva like looked like j-lo yeah she looked amazing she did look amazing i did clock the choreo though i'm not gonna lie to you that there were You're messing right. up a few times oh you you're absolutely right her. it was all of them absolutely um like if you if she had i'm i'm fearful for whoever's going to end up lip syncing against her at whatever point because if you give her something good she is going to turn the party yeah she looks like she could she just is... walk around and smile mm-hmm. and she'll win the lip sync yeah she she she's very strong um sagittaria looks beautiful nailed that jump split but she needs a little more passion when she's performing and i i'm really much all in on sagittaria because i do think she's the most internationally um bookable of the this cast yeah um but she's she's gotta she's gotta step it up a little bit because she's not giving me winner quite yet yeah i agree Pugasio was there what did she do that that split like facing the other way i thought it was weird i don't know why you're you're right because it was a weird uh place but it was also a weird camera angle so i, I kind of want to yeah. blame the camera um but um, you are absolutely right it was very strange placement also timing musically wise it was the wrong place anyway higasio was there and i don't know anything that happened but they tried (laughs) they tried um and i personally think killer queen was the strongest with the rap 
Also, I don't know if you know of um, my dear friend Seraphim, but she looked like Seraphim in that look. Okay, I can see that with the with the, with the blonde uh, bob and the black. I've seen yeah. Seraphim wear something like that, so I was like, "Oh my god, I love Killer Queen. I love Seraphim's happy marriage here." <laughs> um, it's really weird with the edit because if you watch the first team perform the judges were feeling it they were into it they're clapping at the end they were not doing the same for this team and i thought they were the stronger of the two yeah i think they were very weird editing like poopy so much that they were like yeah this panel really is about energy and not about execution right maybe they just uh giving them a little bit of chance until we get further on into the competition absolutely all right, so runaway category is tribute to La, tribute to Lavanino. Um, La in honor of the in honor of the runway, we will be playing Diva or Leva. Like, you know, leave. Huh? Yeah, I had to make a rhyme. Um, I, I'm not. I, I'm 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 struggling. I'm got to do better with my puns. But again, for those cute. who cute. are thank you I, I, for those unfamiliar with um, Lavanino, um, she was a trans. Um, actress, singer, sex worker. She was an icon for a lot of LGBTQ people in Spain. Um, obviously, this ties into the hobbies because they are the creators of Venino, which is on HBO Max. So everything mm-hmm. is tied together. Um, Paca actually plays herself on the TV show. So having her there, I think this was really cool. I had not watched Vinino yet. I know that there are a lot of people who are so mm-hmm. super fans of the show. And now I've, I'm intrigued to go watch it. Yeah, um, so I went into this. Yeah, I went into this a little blind um, and unsure of who Vinino was. But I feel like the runway did illuminate things and it did allow me to understand a little bit of, of her essence. Um, yeah. And you said you have not seen the show. Um, did you know who she was prior to this runway? I didn't know who she was before the runway. I just haven't watched the. the That's fair. So yeah. you had you obviously had a little more appreciation for this category yeah. than obviously mm-hmm. I would. So I, I'm, I'm excited for your insight. You ready to do this? Okay, I'm ready. All right, Sagittaria look by Javier Navas Catalan, wig by Webster Wigs, cut by Ruben Marmol. Oh. Okay, so she comes now out with a cool. What? I said you got all the details. Wow. <laughs> I uh, Listen, I love shouting out designers. We got to give them credit where credit's due because it does not take just a drag queen to make you look perfect. You're right. You're right. So she comes out with a cool puffy jacket and the hair is very Benito, but okay. Bam! She got a reveal to literally nothing. She's wearing yeah. nothing. Pasties and a tuck. Um, I do think this goes back to the debate of is this look good only because she is a super skinny queen that can pull this off and be seen as fashion? Yes, absolutely. Because if a bigger queen did it, it opens up a different conversation. Mm-hmm. It's an unfortunate conversation to have, but that's just how our minds work. I mean, She's I think extra- it could be possible yeah, to make it work somehow, mm-hmm. but um, obviously if we had like a uh, somebody like Trinity the Tuck doing that, it would you know, her, her body is, you know, shaped right. for that kind of outfit. So. Right. So like, I know it's just, it's this conversation where like, if she were to do that, oh my God, beautiful fashion. 
if yeah. Eureka did that, oh my God, I, I would not want to go on Reddit. I don't want to even, I don't, <laughs> right. And that's the unfortunate conversation that, that comes with it. It's just body shaming. It's just out there. But yeah. Sagittarius is an extremely sexy person. And while she's not going va va boom, big busted Vinny, no sexy, she is ex- exuding an immense amount of sex appeal with this look. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that from it. How did you feel about Sagittarius? I, I did get um Lavinina from that look. I like, even though the PCs were a little basic, they were cute around the nipples, mm-hmm. around the tuck. You could see her little balls all the way on the top. <laughs> it was cute. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. they were, uh, they're going pop. I, I was in wow, but I was like, okay, this is cute. This is cute. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, Because obviously I put it on my Instagram story to have the audience to boot them. And I thought this was going to be a lot higher than it did. I'm going to give it a diva. I liked it. Okay. I would give it a diva too. Yeah. The audience not feeling it. They were 48% diva, 52% leva. I was like, what? Yeah. So surprised there. But you know what? I think it, again, goes back to is sex, is nakedness fashion? Is that what you want to see on the runway? And that's part of the debate. And in, in a way, this was a safe look for her because she's wearing nothing. But she told a story. Next up is Poopy Poison. <laughs> Wig by Burlesque Madrid. Look by Beatriz Guerrero Navarro. Boobs by Salavazo. She is the Tiger Queen. Let's go, girl. Let's go, girls. Man, she feels like she's showing her breastplate. Um, I just gave you so many references in one. Um, <laughs> this is definitely a camp version of Anino. Is it fashion? No fucking way. Yeah. Um, I think this is a drag walk around look while maintaining the aura that is true to Poopy. Um, I hate those cutouts on the side. I don't know if this is supposed to be a replica of something, but I just did not like how they she cut out the sides because it just didn't work with her body. Mm-hmm. Um, if she wasn't so strong in the girl group challenge, I think this could have landed her low. I think if she could, she could have been, I think she would have been safe, but I think mm-hmm. it maybe, I don't know if, I don't know if she's a padding queen, but I think if she padded, maybe that would have made the look a little yeah. bit better. Yeah. Her, I, I mean, she definitely, that. yeah, she was definitely giving the curves and I know that's what right. they appreciate about the look, but I think, yeah, you're right hip pads just cinch corset you're you can create a much prettier silhouette because let's be honest poopy is a tiny tiny person right um and without just very curvilicious yeah yeah exactly and without just the little bit of um padding it will affect the whole silhouette Mm -hmm. supreme says they were very happy with her this week and enjoyed her song and catwalk Ambrosi says she was funny and couldn't take his eyes off of her, and it's nice to see her more relaxed. Anna Locking says she shines when it's hers to protect, but we saw her shine with her partners in the group as well. I didn't love this look. I'm going to leave her. Okay. I have to think about it, so that means that's a leave All right, there you go. Audience was 32% diva, 68% leave so not a fan of this one. I also think the photo that was all on social media was like terrible because it was like her like playing with her boobs so it wasn't the best (laughs) photo it wasn't accurate but that's okay drag vulcano no designers listed 
She's got a reveal from a really, really cool um, overcoat that showcases a shrine to Venino. I think this was pure Volcano, pure Vol uh, Canary Islands. She's staying true to her, but she's not showing anything else. This is an extravagant look, and for that, it should be praised. There is a lot of detail present, and I don't even think we had enough time to take it all in. I can't imagine the judges were able to see it all. Yeah, there was a lot going on with this look. She had a little um, reveal moment. Um, I think I like the first dress a little bit more. Yeah, because it was not it, it was different for her. Yeah, it was. But still told the story of La Vanino. Yeah, yeah. I think that the second look, it had a lot going on. It had gold fringe, it had stones, it had pictures of La Veneno all over around her 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 crown, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it was a crown. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, Paca loves making rhymes with names, and she's a wonderful queen and has an empowered cunt, literally what it said on the subtitles. She gives her advice and says she needs to have more registers and that she needs, uh, she towers next to her partners and wants her to come down from that tread or it will be fatal. Obviously, she spoke the truth. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a very difficult um, conversation to have about Drag Wilcano because there have been how many queens, countless number of queens on the franchise who have a niche, who have a certain aesthetic that the judges are like, do something different, but will not tell other queens to do something different. And it was her fatal flaw here. That being said, I think this look overall was really good, and I will give it a diva. I will give it a diva too, but I understand the judges' point of view also. Yeah. The audience was 85% diva, 15% leva, so they were a fan of hers. All right. Inti, um, look by Monsieur Provocateur. Again, we get another reveal. It's the night of a million reveals, apparently. <laughs> um, we are starting as an altar boy and then revealing into a slut. I think that was a really cool um, journey to go on. I think the reveal yes. was great, and it's cool seeing Inti showing some curves. She just couldn't stay in that breastplate because it did pop out at the end, uh, which was kind of sad. She's got the attitude right, and the beat is wonderful. I'm just missing a spark out of Inti. Yeah, there was like something that was missing to make her pop out. But I think overall, yeah. the reveal and the look, that was pretty good. I yeah, I it. agree. Calvo says he loved her catwalk and it showed Christina's evolution. She sang and danced without power. Inti says that she didn't want to show all she had and wanted to save it for the end. And Ambrosi said it could have ended tonight and don't hold anything back. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. When was the last time we had a contestant say, I I'm waiting for the end? No. <laughs> I'm saving the best for the end. Like, you might, like, you might don't not be tell there. Them that. Don't tell them like, that. Like, I, I know if you, you, you have competed in a long form competition before, right? Yeah. But have you, you waited till the end? Have you waited till the end to showcase everything? No. Exactly. You got to give it week to week. So that, that, that mind frame, I really think, showcased how youthful Inti is. Because she, I think, is the youngest of the cast. How she old says, is she? Do you remember? I think she's 21 or 22. She's, she's young. Oh, Queen's here are young. Yeah. yeah. Um, she I says that... that. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I, just, just wait until we have like a 15-year-old. De Desmond is amazing. Next season of Drag Race. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
No, no, I'm not willing that into existence. But she says that Christina is her idol, even though in Bolivia, um, they don't have anyone like her. She helped her transition and helped her feel normal. Normal. Calvo says that kids need role models like Veneno and her, and they deserve Inti's power. And that was kind of our cue to know that she was going to be safe this week. But because how could you eliminate her after that sob story? Yeah. There's she no fucking way. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really like this look. Um, so I will give it a diva. I would give it a diva too. The audience not a fan. The audience was not a fan. They were 48% diva, 52% Leva. Gag. I know. I was so surprised here. But this is the look you would wear. I could see you wearing it. I would wear that. Yeah, I would. Do you wear a breastplate? I don't, but uh but for this maybe one in you the will. future will. Yeah. Yeah. Next up is Killer Queen. Look by Matea Zanotti. This is a showpiece, and I hate it, and I also love it. Um, okay. There's a lot going on, and I feel like the angelic look with the trans flag colors was a very unique interpretation. Yeah. I'm not sure why she chose the material, material she did on the bottom of the dress and the wings, because it did look a little messy, but I'm going to say that was probably because of the travel, and you can't really like iron or steam it out, um, because there's not really that much time or space to do it, uh, because it did look a little bad but overall it was it was definitely a showpiece yeah it was huge it had colors everywhere the trans colors uh pink blue and white it was mm-hmm. huge making a statement i liked it but it was definitely well i don't know i think she you she could have steamed it there's there they yeah. have little steamers on amazon that you can easily fit in, in your suitcase right. they should probably have to have a steamer in that workroom right they should provide them with that stuff. I don't know what, they, what's wrong with the producers. They should, they should provide them with a lot of things. But yeah. that's not entertainment if they do. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it's no, I... I body Ooh, sorry. Right. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting because I, I do think this is a cool interpretation. And I believe it is um, a replica of something she had worn before. I believe that's what they said. Actually, don't I don't remember seeing that okay. in this outfit. So yeah, I, I think something or something about it was similar. Um, that being said, I did like it because it was a really cool interpretation. I'll give it a diva. I'll give it a diva too. I'll, I per- that, that's fair. Fifty-five <laughs> percent diva, forty-five percent leva. Next okay. up, Dovima Normi. No designers listed. I think this is the best she's looked all season long. I love the red latex look on her and she's just able to show the sexy siren through it. Obviously she's got a message in the back of her jacket that the panel was quite fond of. It, it means let them come by, which is what they say on the show. So obviously the, the hobbies were thrilled to see that. Um, she is a fashion queen showing how she can showcase her talents on the runway when she feels confident. And this was a good moment for Dovima. Yeah, I like the outfit completely from head to toe, the hair, the makeup. Um, I wish there was a little bit more, because like we said earlier, um, La Veneno is very bodylicious. And if she mm-hmm. wanted to wear a breastplate or a hip padding, this was the episode to do that. Absolutely. I, I, I fully agree. But overall, it was, a, it was a good look for her. And maybe it's because it was the best she's looked so far. That's mm-hmm. why I was so attached to it. But I will give her a diva. Diva. The audience loved it. 74% diva, 26% leva. 
Arancha Castilla-La Mancha. Um, no designers <laughs> listed. And if the category was Courtney Love, Arancha won the week. Um, I it's think it's drama. okay. It's <laughs> <Right>. garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it was garbage. Courtney Love. Um, I think it's okay to do your own version of Vanino if you are replicating something. But this was just feeling like it was in a whole different world. I like seeing a grungy cider side of Arancha. It's appreciated, but this didn't feel accurate to the challenge. This is a message of feeling good about your body and that may make you feel like her, but it needs to express that without you having to tell us that. And that was the issue with this look. Without explanation, it was a bomb. It didn't work. And also it looked bad. (laughs) Yeah, it did not look good. It didn't flatter her body. It was pretty basic. Um, she obviously the story was great, like the judges yeah. said, but it does not give the veneno la veneno at all. Um, would you like me to share some some shade? I'm gonna make a shady comment. Are you ready? Tell me, tell me. Buckle in, ready? Okay, I'm ready. This is like Drag Wars first time ever. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Nope. No. Nope. Exactly. Like even the wig was terrible. <laughs> it was crunchy. It was. It was really crunchy. It was really gross. Ambrosi says they love what she does, but she dissipates energy. She doesn't give her all. Calvo doesn't understand her look and says she, it was important to show off her essence by showing her body and transmit it by showing herself. Anna says, we get it now, but it doesn't look like what they see. Supreme says that if we don't see it on the runway, it doesn't count. And finally, someone says that because it's been too long. <laughs> it's Oliva. This is not working at all. Leave her at the dough. The audience, 7% Diva, 93% Leva. I'm surprised not 99. I am too. Um, I think it was two people who voted for it. I was like, you are okay choices okay next up this is the controversial one for me Lugasio Crujente look by chaos corset by Trey Styling once again a strong look but without explanation from Lugasio I would think she wore the wrong look on the runway critiquing the look on its own this is excellent it's superhero realness to the extreme the pop art colors of blue yellow red and black are extraordinary I love the shape she has created and that face lightning star thing. So cool. And when she turns around, that's when we get to see the Digo, which ties it into the challenge brief. That being said, we needed the explanation or you had no fucking idea what it was. Yeah, she had to also explain the look. She said um, that um, La Veneno gives her power. So she felt like a superhero, Mm -hmm. which I felt like she just... um, didn't have a look for the category so she just made one fit the category i think that's totally what it is i absolutely think that's the case this is something she had in her wardrobe she knows she looks excellent in and she added the digo on the back of it to make it feel right that is that is literally my feeling as well now there's nothing (laughs) wrong with that drag race is expensive but you got to make it work and i am so surprised that she was safe. I cannot believe it. I mean, I, I, it's because the look was great. I think that's what right. she was saying. If it was yeah. further down in the competition, she would have not been safe. Absolutely. Um, and they really do love her. They really, really, really love her. 
Um, I, I it's it's really hard because I don't know how to feel about this. I don't know where to go on this because the look is excellent and I will go give Diva, but for the prompt, it is Aliva. So yeah. I don't know. I, I I'll say Diva because it's Wait. a great look. Oh, well, you tell me the percentage first before I answer. <laughs> Fine. The percentage is 84% Diva, 16% Leva. Oh, okay. I'm going to say Diva. Yeah. See, we like how it looks. It just didn't work for the show. Right. <laughs> and finally, Carmen Ferrala. No designers listed. So we first see her walk on the stage in a red robe covering her entire body that allows you to see how perfect her face is. And as Paca says, how similar to Vlavaneno's it was. Mm-hmm. But then that reveal, superb. She's got a snake and nothing else. Uh, she is maybe. giving us full sexy fantasy while doing it tastefully. The snake is camp and yet it still manages to read his fashion. This was Carmen's runway and everyone else was just there. Yeah. As soon as she did that, I was like, there's my winner. There's my winner. Yeah. It was exceptional. Um it wasn't over the top. It was exactly what the prompt was. It was open to interpretation, but she still gave you that face to make it all work. Yes, but that look was uh, so iconic, but it was also risky because I don't, I don't know when the show was filmed, but after seeing the, like if you watched it, you would have been like, this look is the look that everybody's gonna do. So, yeah, but she did it amazingly, very well executed. Yeah. Anna says she has glamour, grace and an amazing leader's soul. We can't keep our eyes off of her and thinks her outfit was the best as it was powerful concept. Diva, 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 diva. Diva. 100%. It should have been 100% because I already called out the bitch who voted no on it. (laughs) 91% diva, 9% Leva. I'm going to fight her. I, I immediately was like, what? Like, I didn't watch the show. I was like, it's still a good look. How did even? I was so pissed off. I was like, that's fine. But then I, I like had to educate them and be like, this is what the theme was. And like, oh, okay. And I was like, are you going to watch the show now? They're like, yes. I was like, thank you. <laughs> Before Supreme tells us who is safe, she asks Paco who looks like her friend Christina the most. And she points out um, Inti after saying 13 other names first. And then Carmen and mispronounces her last name, which we know from last week. Carmen does not like. No. Nope. Um, but it was really she cute. She said the same word twice, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why? Sounds the same to me. <laughs> they worked in teams, but they will be judged as individuals. Sagittaria, Dovima, Hugasio, and Killer Queen are safe. That leaves Poopy, Drag Volcano, Arancha, Inti, and Carmen as the tops and bottoms. Do you agree? I do agree. I think so. I, I, I'm, I, uh, tell me, tell me. I found, I found it was interesting because always it's a six person top and bottom always. This was only a five person. Obviously we knew who our bottom three were based on how they felt on the performance. Mm -hmm. I really, I would have swapped drag Volcano and Hugasio. Oh, okay. I I did not think Drag Volcano was as terrible as they said they were. That being said, I don't think from a production standpoint, Drag Volcano was giving production anything. Yeah. 
like, she was upset in the confessionals. You could see that. Oh, she was. She was, she was what? She she didn't offer any insight. She didn't talk at all unless she was actually asked a question during the show. Um, and there have been times where you can tell that someone's going to be eliminated, not because they should be eliminated, but because they have nothing to offer the production of the show. Mm-hmm. And I think that was part of what happened here. Um, just because Hugasio was so bad in the challenge and this look was gorgeous, it just didn't fit the prompt. That's why I would have switched the two of them. Okay. I can see that. Just my opinion. Yeah. I think I would have put um, Poopy in safe because I don't think she was... Yeah. Yeah, I, I I would put Poopy in safe and maybe would have put mm, Killer Queen as a top, possibly. Maybe. Maybe. maybe, maybe. But no, because I, I just think the wrapping was just so smart for the challenge. Yeah. And the look yeah, was just... good. But when we get to Untucked Jr., we see Sagittarius and Dovima basically sitting on each other and Killer is like, it's a lesbian affair. So they squashed their beef. Are we not going to hear about their the man troubles? What is going on over there? You or you alluded to it earlier. What is going yeah. on? It's the only reason why I'm we not... had Dovima safe. <laughs> I think it was because maybe she almost went home. I saw when um when she uh what's her name? Suprema. What's her name again? Supreme Deluxe. Supreme. Supreme Deluxe. When she said um Dovima was safe. I saw Sagittarius in the back, like, oh, like relieved that yeah. she was safe. I'm like, I thought you didn't like her. Like, what? Right, right. So maybe maybe it's maybe it's all for the camera. I don't know. Right. But um, yeah, they maybe or they were just so that so fucking cold, and you know, twinks don't have any body heat to radiate. So they <laughs> gotta just that's the part. go together. It's it's the truth. That's why I love Make twinks a fire so much. Yeah, I love twinks. <laughs> I love them because they I can keep them warm. Um <laughs> But yeah, so I hope we get to hear about their this um, boy trouble because that's good juicy tea. Mm-hmm. Very. But Duvima um, decides she didn't want to be a bitch, but she's now going to be a bitch again. Said that when she when they said Sagittarius' name and her name, she knew that she was going to be safe. But when they said Ugasio's name, she was like, "Oh, well, I thought you were going to be the bottom so, because of the outfit because it's more comic and manga convention." Oh. Hugasio gets a lot of shit and Hugasio takes it. Yeah. But I think he's, his art is just way outside of the box. and it's so good. But it's still stunning. So I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Hugasio says it's her interpretation of Veneno and its power and its energy. But Zuvima is like, this is a tribute challenge. He didn't do that. Zuvima mm-hmm. thinks Arancha is in the bottom and still thinks Hugasio should have been in the bottom, but it's probably Volcano. Which, again, very interesting that they all have this opinion of Vulcano um, that we as watchers may not be seeing the same way. But the tops and bottoms return, and Carmen says she got emotional at what Anna said to her. She's a fucking crybaby, even though she looks like a super strong person. Yeah, everybody was crying this episode. I was like, what? They were. They were shady, and now they're crying. Yeah. Volcano says they liked her look, but to come off their platforms. She says in confessional that they want her to lose the platforms to be versatile and perform in heels, but they don't tell the other girls to try it in platforms. And you know what? She does have a point. I see her point, but I do not agree because that, platforms yeah. are, especially those platforms, they're such a huge statement. Like you can't help but look at them when you see them. Absolutely. 
she literally towers over them. Right. Have you ever tried to perform in something like this? Not that tall, definitely. <laughs> you should try I it. Think the is like, <laughs> I've danced in like seven inch heels, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, those things are they 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 they're giving you a lot of height. They get rich, yeah. Yeah. Imagine putting those on um while trying to perform at the rest in peace uh West End. Oof. <laughs> oof. I was already scared of the lights and there was a fan one there, like oof, my wig. <laughs> <laughs> so Arancha thinks the lip sync will be her and Inti, but nothing is set in stone. Inti said they wanted more out of her performance, but Poopy comes to her defense and says that they did love her catwalk. Inti starts to cry because she is so emotional, which she didn't feel like she'd have to be. She gets up and Arancha follows her to the mirror. She says that in her current body, she is having dysphoria as a trans person. It's hard to accept her look and body and doesn't see herself in the mirror. This was a really important conversation because we haven't had anyone like Inti on the show before. Yeah. We've never had anyone express this kind of conversation before. How did you interpret all this? How did it make you feel? Well, I saw um, earlier in the show, there was a few gender non-conforming queens. I believe there was three or four, Gacio being one of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and I, I understand it. Um, it was, I don't. It was very emotional, and obviously, I'm, I'm very fluid and non-conform. Like I'll be a, as a boy with no makeup, but I'll be like wearing crop tops and things like that mm-hmm. I don't know, with acrylic nails, boy makeup. But obviously, that's nothing. She, um, they, um, how do I say this? I understand why they got emotional. Yeah. But they also had the choice to not wear that. So I'm, I'm a little confused. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think, I think it is a conversation of her not getting the feedback she wanted and okay. then looking at herself and being like, this is not who I am. Um, but at the end of the day, she's a performer and she's giving off a character right. Um, but as a young person going through this moment of discovering you are a non-binary trans person, it's, it's, it's hard to come to terms with all that while literal cameras are on you and you got to respect her for that. And I think it's important. And, and, and as uh, Javi said earlier, be that powerful person that people are going to watch you as um, because you're going to be a role model for someone. And I think that was really cool. Yeah. She, she returns and Dovima says she's one of the most beautiful people she's seen and that nothing will change overnight, but she is divine and killer queen calls her brave. And then in confessional, she tells anyone watching that if they feel like her to be patient and to not look in the mirror at the negative features, because you don't need the hormones to be trans. You don't need a therapist piece of paper to say that you're trans. And I've seen that be shared a lot on social media recently. And in this pride month, I think that is some of the most important words we've ever heard from a drag race contestant. Yeah. that's a very important conversation. And actually I hope she, they get into 
um, into this conversation a little bit deeper on further in the conversation. Absolutely. I mean, we know she's saved and there's going to be a lot more opportunity to have the conversation. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think more people need to be watching Drag Race España, not just for this, but because mm-hmm. the show is good. I just hope yeah. at some point this kind of conversation is discussed on the main show because we haven't had it yet. And yeah. America, America needs to hear it. Yeah, I think maybe because America has a little bit, maybe they might have a little bit more viewers because they're on TV, yeah. obviously. Um, they're afraid to show too much. And now they're just starting to put trans yeah. people on. Because it's not mainstream enough. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, we're back to the main stage and Carmen Ferrala is the winner of the week. Shocker to anyone? No, it was the right nope. winner. Yep. Poopy and Inti are safe, leaving Arancha and Drag Volcano as the bottom two. Do you agree with this decision? I do agree. Yeah, it's interesting. I obviously would have put Hugasio probably or Inti, either one of them. I do think if it was Inti and Arancha, Arancha would have beaten Inti, and I don't think they wanted to get rid of Inti because that would have been a <laughs> terrible look on this episode. Yeah. Um, and again, like I alluded to before, I, I think they were done with Drag Volcano. They had nothing out for her. They, she, what else was she going to offer? But we're going to get a little more La Venino um, as the song is Vanina, Venino Pa Tupiel. Venino Pa Tupiel. Are you familiar with the song? Yeah. Have you performed when, it before? The, huh? Have I performed it before? Yeah. No, but that's a great idea. Thank you. There I'll you go. Use. You're welcome. <laughs> But yeah, I've heard this song before, and obviously when the HBO show came out, every, the song was everywhere. All the queens yeah. were listening to it. Yeah, so it's very, very sticky. It'll st- get stuck in your mind forever. Yeah, it's a, it. it's, a, it's a good song. But this was a very interesting performance because I think they both brought about the same amount of energy. But for me, Drag Volcano had a little more depth while Arancha was just living her full fantasy. Yeah, I think... Um, La Volcano, she had, um, she was saying, enunciating the words more and showing more emotion. Obviously, she had the platform, but she can't move too much. But she was like, I don't know, that showing, feeling the song with her body and her words and her face. And um, Arancha La Mancha, (laughs) I still can't say her name right. Arancha Um, Castilla La Mancha. Arancha Castilla La Mancha. she was trying to show that she wants to stay. So she was trying to do the crazy stuff, jump mm-hmm. here, flip your hair. Yeah, yeah, which I don't, I probably would have saved, I don't, can we say it yet? Go for it. I would have saved the other girl. I would have Same. saved Volcano. Me yeah. too. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a shocker to many. Drag Volcano is gone and Arancha wins. But I do think it would have been kind of strange to send two camp queens home back to back and leave us with Poopy as the only camp queen left. Um, should that matter? No, it should be who deserves to right. stay. But I really just don't think they had anything left for Drag Volcano. And I, I, I think that's unfortunate. But as she says, she'll never take off the platforms, but she could have done it in heels. And she'll be here, and she'll never change. I mean, she could have. She probably could have changed her heels. I'm, she could have. I mean, we've seen we've seen for all stars they do completely outfit changes. They do before they their do. lip sync. So why why can't you change your heels? It's true. Who said no? 
I don't know. Well, I have some burning questions to wrap up the podcast. Are you ready for it? All right. I'm ready. Oof. What will Drag Volcano's legacy be? Um, her being angry on her exit. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Honestly, she, she was bitter. Um, yeah. Has there ever been a Drag Race contestant to talk less than Drag Volcano? Uh, no. Yeah, I agree. I don't think anyone has talked less. I, th- you, she is going to be remembered for her looks and not talking. Like, yeah. they, th- th- I've joked that she looked like she could have been a member of the crew. She could have been a member of the crew. She blended yeah. in so well. It was pretty hot. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty hot. Yeah. Um, so next week in the preview, we saw that um, there's going to be a, a partner challenge. And then it looks like we have um, an announcement by Supreme Deluxe that someone's partner has left the competition. Who do you think it is? I'm going to predict it's either going to be Inti or Davima. I was going to say Inti. I think it's going to be Inti. If it is Inti, it's going to be because she's not mentally there because of how she's feeling. Yeah. Same with Davima. Um, but I, I could, I'm leaning a little more toward Inti because I think this week really spooked her a lot. I think Inti also because yeah she 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 looked very upset and I think yeah. the, the Vima was she was more more confident this episode than last episode yeah. so I don't think it was it was her and and we did see that Killer Queen was crying and she's not gonna let assholes ruin her life or whatever I think that's a smoking gun I do not think it's gonna be her if it is her I'll be devastated but um, it's gonna be very fun to watch to see how this is gonna play out I ask it every time. After two episodes, the winner of the season is. Oof. Uh, can I give you a top three? Sure, go with the top three. Because I I'm I'm at the same point where I'm like, I don't think there's a clear winner right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say Carmen, um, Sagittaria, and Ugasia. Those would be my top three as well. Yeah, I okay. really I um would probably put Killer Queen uh, as a number four. Um, But I don't know who's going to win because I don't think there's a clear winner right now. And I think that's kind of exciting to go into a season for once that I'm like, I don't know who's going to win. Unlike other seasons where if you listen to the podcast every week, I'm like, Lawrence Chaney's winning. Priyanka's winning. I I can tell you who's winning this shit. Like in Simone, I knew Simone was going to win this season. It's going to flip flop every week. So I love when I have to change it up. So it's exciting. I'm excited to see what happens next. Where can we find you on social media and Venmo? You can find me on social media on Twitter, Instagram at Ruby Slay M. And my Venmo cash app is ITS Ruby Money because after you send it, it's my money. Thank you. That's true. Oh, I love that. That's good. <laughs> well, it was a pleasure getting to chat with you. And thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I had a great time. I hope we get to chat and talk about another episode sometime in the future again. The biggest thanks to Ruby for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterinthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.